so I did a thing on the weekend, right? Okay. Uh, I rewatched The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> you rewatched The Dark Knight Rises? Know? That's qu- fairly on brand, I guess. Okay, what's going on? You know how I, how I shit on that ending? Yeah, a little bit. So, turns out, I kind of enjoyed the ending outside of him living. Dark Knight Rises is a good fucking flick. No one's saying it isn't. And the uh, the post-fixing of uh, your boy Bane and his fucking speech impediment throughout. I remember seeing that fucker, that fucking movie in theaters, and no one could understand a fucking word, dude. They really toned that down in the re-release. The fire rises. The fire rises. The fire rises. Batman. I don't know if you know this, but they had a lot of complaints about it. So what they did was they overdubbed it and put like stereo mix in there to make them super loud compared to the rest of the audio no i know oh. that that was what they did for the original release in theaters and then they like you know they, they for the blu-ray they gave him like a reasonably verberated voice it's like it's not that the effect is bad it's just that you did way too much of it the audio engineers you had really need to be fired <laughs> fired wow i'm just saying okay maybe not fired but somebody definitely needed to be taking the <laughs> reins talking to. whoever whoever the highest authority was for their audio needed to get fucking at, like demoted and you know the fucking intern needed to be promoted because i'm sure he immediately was like my guy I, I think this is a little much i'm not saying it's bad it's just a little much christian you're the supervisor what are you gonna tell them uh, st- uh listen here kid uh you're good you're gonna do big things one day this this ain't it how do you make them practice how do you how do you, how do you what, what kind of training courses are you gonna put them through um, rigorous ones like <laughs> cooking, <laughs> okay, and cleaning, and uh, fine dining and breathing. <laughs> audio engineering can't be taught; it must be learned by watching me the do best, it. The best audio engineers can o- or only know how to breathe and produce fine dining strategies. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best audio engineers. Allegedly, <laughs> are we good? Are we done with the movie cast for the fourth time? In the last like month, hey, we like movies. We do like movies. One day, one day we'll we'll transition to a full on cast. I think some of us more than others. Yeah, I mean, he's the one going through a renaissance right now, and you're the one risking your life to go to a movie theater to watch uh, Nolan's newest hit, Tenant. We need to start one of these at this point. Facts, but uh, what? Let's just rebrand the entire thing. I ain't doing that right here, right That's now. That's a lot though. of work. <laughs> I'll do it right now. We're changing the name. Uh, oh, we are? Shit. One movie at a time. <laughs> one movie one. at a time. That's well, not even the know. worst. That's not bad. <laughs> that's a pretty good for like off the cuff. <laughs> yeah, no, that's solid. It kind of implies that we're planning to watch every movie ever created, though, and I'm not sure I'm down for that. See, this is what we're really trying to do. We're trying to take all of our uh, equally minded weeaboos. But, you know, we're going to put them all together and then we're going to slowly transition to them into more culture and get them interested. I find in that movies. term very offensive. What culture? Yeah, culture. What? I call myself that all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> probably get this started somewhere in here. All right. I hope that part gets cut, baby. <laughs> Dylan got <cut> that. <laughs> all right. So what? We watched. Uh, we watched what? Episodes one, 131 to 135. They were all filler. A lot of filler. I'm 110% filler. And, uh, but I, I don't know, they, they, they were pretty good filler. They were all like little one-offs, whatever. Um, but we'll, we'll get into talking about it in a bit. For right now, let's start mm-hmm. with the, uh, with the summary. The sea is abundant and vast. Many undiscovered lands, many unfounded treasures. But even amidst the exciting adventures or the looming instability of what the day may bring, even in this chaos are times where the only sound is of the ocean waves and windy skies. I'll be honest, that is not the summary I was expecting. 
that that has nothing to do with literally a single episode. Well, it's because there's really not much to tell here. They're they're just yeah. sailing the seas and exploring whatever they find. It's very hard to summarize five episodes that have nothing to do with each other. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I guess that's more of just kind of like a preamble to the to the. You want us to go? Uh, Usopp made a firework. Anami got some paper for Nami free. Got angry. <laughs> we meet young. We meet punk punk uh, Yosuku and Johnny. I mean, God damn. I guess bro. that's fair. <laughs> but uh, I-, I will say that I was already telling Jordy before we started, but and then and then I got cut off because I'm like, wait a minute, this is what we need to say for the cast. I specifically requested these episodes. Uh, these are actually some of my more favorite. At least a filler for sure, because I'm a big fan of like those episodes that try to expand the relationship of the main characters, Mm -hmm. even if it's not like, you know, necessary story progression or like unnecessary, I don't know, uh, one off adventures. At the very end of the day, yeah, the first episode where we see Chopper and Robin sort of vibing together. Uh, the, the second one was Nami, just kind of like, you know, we got reminded of her ambition to make all these maps and whatnot. You got Usopp, who's being an absolute legend, being a super cool role model to this uh, little girl. An angel, an angel mm-hmm, dude. Mm-hmm, he's he's mm-hmm. already upgrading. I'm just saying, one day you'll see. He'll, he'll become <laughs> the god. Uh, god Usopp <laughs> on the way. <laughs> god Usopp is on the way. He's, he's become an angel. Next filler arc, it'll be Archangel. And then we'll hear more about Sanji and Zoro. I don't know. I mean, I, I love all of these because it's it's mostly about, you know, reminding, especially after we get done with Alabasta, right? That's why I feel like these episodes are perfect. After we get done with Alabasta and, you know, we got done with like this giant story arc that spanned like 60 some odd episodes and we've kind of forgotten about, you know, why are our heroes even like doing these sorts of things? Like, what do they even really care about? So you get episodes like these that are sort of like there to remind you like, hey, like, you know, they actually do have like, you know, personality and they sort of have like an upbringing that they don't forget about all the time. And I, I, I don't know. I really appreciate these. These always come out of left field for me whenever I do a rewatch. And then I'm like, oh, these sweet episodes again. Yeah, I'm going to watch them. So I specifically requested them. I think I would have enjoyed them more if they didn't rely too much on their backstories. And they would do more. To expand, maybe? Grow, yeah, expanding. And instead of instead of like reminding the audience if they actually like took the time to grow that, you know, that message a little bit further. I mean... I would kind of argue it does. I'd give you an example. Uh, the thing with Usopp creating the firework was really nice. We we actually get to see him be interested in something that he doesn't really thought about. He, he made a firework, right? Yeah. Yes. And to him, it was just a simple firework. But then he made like a master firework guy. And he was like, oh, shit. I kind of want to be like this. Yeah, for sure. Outside of a warrior. And, and it, it's nice. And they actually... He's the one guy they don't flashback to because they they don't really have much with him. Yeah, because well, I guess like his his character isn't ingrained in his slingshot or his uh, his gunpowder. He just so happens or anything to be. really related to where he comes from. Right. He's just so happens to be a guy who likes to shoot things and is the cannoneer by proxy because he's the only one who knows how to <laughs> aim anything. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, dude, I like explosives. I mean, if I'm going to shoot a cannon, I might as well be somewhat good at explosives. Whereas, you know, you got Sanji, Nami, Zoro, and uh, uh, sorry, who's left? Chopper. Chopper, who all of their characters are specifically ingrained into their role. So, and, and I mean, I, I like that about the Usopp one. That's the one I, I like almost the most out of all these. Well, no, nah, I think I, I like the I Chopper agree. one most. Maybe it's a bit of, of, of a bittersweet thing because I know this is something they're going to continually do. We're just going to keep coming back to their backstories, which I guess 800 episodes, you kind of have to. 
At least it's not like, you know, a Naruto where they remind you of the exact same <laughs> murder, <laughs> the exact same clan murder every 20 some odd episodes. They do it in shouts the the, the Naruto and Sasuke screams are, are them saying right, the backstory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Were you going to say something, They scream at each Christian? other and then it fades to black. No, I was just going to agree that uh, the, the Usopp episode is is my favorite by far. Of really? The, of the, uh, yeah. That is I, nice. I, Chopper, Chopper, and Robin uh, going for a frolic in the flowers, grabbing water is my second favorite. But Usopp's with the fireworks and the little girl, uh, I, I like it. It was nice. Oh, the old man, dude. The and old man. I mean, it's classic old man in anime, bro. Like he goes, "What do you want this thing? Fuck, you work for it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> classic old man. No, yeah, uh, uh, Us- uh, sort of in the line of what what you mentioned. Usopp's is the only one that doesn't flash back a bunch and and try to justify what not necessarily justifies the wrong word, but like explain why he's doing these things in the present day. Uh, whereas you have like Nami, where it flashes back for like four minutes of basically the same scene we've seen a few times again, where Nami as a small child sits in a corner of the field and pouts because she got caught stealing a book. We've heard that like five times already. We kind (laughs) of don't need it again. I hear that. You know, I would also say this too. You know what else is kind of nice about it for pro, you know, flashback backstory, especially coming off the tail end of Alabasta. This is almost like a good time where you can reintroduce new watchers and remind them of like the characters in question before you move on to to the proceeding arc. Uh, so, I mean, you could almost, I would almost like throw these episodes at like any schmuck who's never seen the show before and be like, yeah, if, if you watch these, you pretty much know all the characters you can, and you can continue on fr- from the next episode if you want. <laughs> There's nothing much to know about Luffy. Some guy lost his arm trying to save him from a fish. <laughs> the once. only confusing bit will be Robin, basically. <laughs> Which, you know, ev- no one knows anything about Robin anyway. So like you're, you're on equal yeah. playing field. If you're a first time watcher and you started at 131, you'd think this entire crew hates Robin and wants her <laughs> off the crew. <laughs> She's been there the whole time, but everyone resents her. Like, why are they hating on this girl? She seems so nice. Yeah, oh, and fun fact, too. I, we'll, we'll probably never refer to this again. We're going to skip that uh, for any uh, concurrent watchers of the series. We're going to skip the Rainbow Mist arc. But uh, that's actually the arc that comes immediately after these like one-off filler episodes. Uh, and she's been reading a book about mm-hmm. it the entire time. So that's like one of the plot elements when they get to this little mini filler arc up next where they're like, the rainbow mist. And then Robin's like, wait a minute. I know all about the rainbow mist. <laughs> I just read a book. After episode 130, there's not another canon episode all the way up to 144, I believe. There's one more one-off that isn't as good as these four or five because uh, it's not really about the crew. It's more just like a, a it's like the it's like the shrub bush guy. You know, it's like a one-off random in the middle of nowhere and then after that is the Rainbow Mist arc, I think. Yep. So don't be surprised if you see the feed and it says 144. Yeah, don't be surprised. <laughs> no, we should just put we should put a 136 to 147 or something. <laughs> that way no, you're wild. That way they're like they're like, whoa, what the fuck? They watched like 20 episodes. <laughs> Did we, we we should just have like a 15 second episode up that's like that's titled 136 to 140 four or whatever it was just before the canon and it's 15 seconds and we just go this is filler nobody cares <laughs> oh my god yeah i, I don't know what nobody cares it would it, be like there's we have too much to go over i like the rainbow mist it's just that it, it definitely overstays its welcome. it's definitely better than the last filler arc that we skipped the last filler arc we skipped 
Absolutely not. That is fucking you mean the waste ones with of the time. flying dragons. With the flying <laughs> dragons, dude. I mean, I'm not saying that it's like bad, but it's kind of bad. I don't know. It's not. It's not my favorite. Uh, anyway, what were we talking about? So maybe we should go over. You know, what what did you? Uh, so you said you like the Usopp one, right, Christian? Uh, Usopp is my favorite episode. Yes. There's a scene in there where uh, the old man slams his his pipe into the the cannon. Yeah, oh, dude. The, it's the very end. He gains like. 30 years of youth when he jumps off that cannon. <laughs> he's like, oh, time to leave. Dude, he's empowered, man. That was so hype, too. And I love the way that they that they did that, too, because they were like, well, we're going to fire it from over here. And, you know, Usopp, you know, knowing that they're going to fire it from over there, he's like, I'm just going to shoot mine off really quick to get everyone's attention. <laughs> and then Nami so even comments good. on it like, why was that one so shit? <laughs> and then, then we got the big finale. Dude, the colors that episode were fantastic, too. It's nice. Like, I loved, like, the way they zoomed out on the whole island, and then you had, like, this giant fucking explosion over everything. That was really sweet. Yeah. They have a shot, like, as they zoom back in, too, where, like, it's like a PNG of the townspeople and a couple buildings, and then it's just the fireworks going on in the background, and it takes up, like, all of it. It looks like the fireworks are just falling into the town, but they're not because it's, like, eight miles outside of town. And, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily that we're on, like, a newer style of animation than when we were in uh, Alabasta, but I'm just going to say, maybe it's also because we're, like, out of Alabasta, so we get some variety. But, my God, these these episodes look fantastic. I loved it. So, I don't know if they've been, they've outsourced. They just handed off to a different team. A whole other studio. Or, or they just, like, put a little bit more focus into the art because they know people aren't going to be too interested into the story. I guess that's fair. Like, cause like the, the character animations are fucking great. Honestly, the set pieces, the settings are all like a really cool design. Like, I mean, I know it's like, it's nothing special. They're just like random fucking towns and shit like that. But I mean, honestly, it looked pretty fucking good. And it's a nice change of pace being away from like a desert scene that we've been in for like the last 30 some odd episodes. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Where everything's just fucking nice to get something that's not beige. If you forget what trees look like, just wait till we get to some of these other arcs where we stick stick in one place for like fucking 50 episodes. And it's like, what does anything else in this world look like again? <laughs> All right. So what other episode was pretty nice? Uh, I really liked the, the Nami bit. Started off really silly, got really serious in the end there. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like the Nami one is honestly, a, I mean, well, they're all sleepers for me. But the Nami one's kind of a sleeper because it literally leads with this like fucking stupid door to door salesman, right? You got this guy who, who's literally like, yeah, I deliver goods all over the ocean. And I love that that little bit between him and Zoro where <laughs> Zoro goes like, oh, wait, so you're uh, you, you bring people out to or you bring shit out to people in the open ocean. And he's like, well, no, we don't necessarily do all Absolutely that. Absolutely not. We, we can't really do all that. And then Zoro was like, so what the fuck is the point? <laughs> But uh, but then you get this whole thing where you know we we because we've forgotten that Nami actually gives a shit about uh, drawing her maps and shit because she hasn't done it at all. We we talked about it before. There there's the there's the fruit the devil fruit book. I feel like the person that that person doesn't get enough respect, and I feel like this is gonna happen to <laughs> Nami. She's gonna make this world map, make this big book, and then everybody's gonna be like, yeah, there's a book if you want to look at it. <laughs> well, or yeah, or- it's gonna be ma- it's gonna be mass produced. <laughs> yeah. Well, counterpoint, what if it what if it's like immediately like interceded by the world government? They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't have everyone knowing all about these islands that easily, my guy. <laughs> all right. We can't have everyone have this much knowledge. You can't stop the free press. You can't free, stop the free, free Karu. <laughs> free the like Martin Lu- She's gonna be like Martin Luther posting her 14 theses or 99 theses, however many you made. 
on the, the wall of the church. Oh, slap yeah. it right on the world government's front door and be like, take this bitch. <laughs> take this bitch. You see this? I'm going to bring people together. They're going to have no shit. How many, how many, do we get a lot of like Nami map maker scenes like these throughout the rest of the show? Or is this just like a one off? It's uh, dispersed. It's, I mean, they happen, but no, honestly, like these, this is like the only chance you get to be reminded. Well, they do a lot of things because you have to imagine. They can't focus too much on the small stuff because the the, the Oda just has a such large scale story to tell. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty much implied, and they, it might be like a line like "I'm gonna go check out the the local library for the maps," and and then she like goes away while Luffy's doing something. Mm-hmm. I'll say this: it's it's more like imagine in a lot of scenes where they're just like vibing on the ship, and she's like in her quarters. They'll they'll do like references where she's like keeping a log mm-hmm. or where she's like. You know, drawing a map on a piece of paper when like something important happens. Yeah, like it, it's kind of hard as like the narrator to be like, oh yeah, it's so in th- it's so thrilling watching one of my characters someone draw, draw a, map. a map all the time. So yeah, that that's just it. They don't they don't really reference it that much, but you'll you'll see it like once in a while where like you know like oh a big storm happened and Nami's not at the helm. Similarly to these filler episodes, and then like oh wait she was drawing a map. I saw you in there. That was Alabasta. I I could see you. Shit like that. <laughs> You know we just I mean? check back in every now and then. Her room's filled with maps, and it's just implied, like, "Oh, she's been she's been working." Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it's gonna be. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> and then, and then you'll see fucking Charlie Day in the corner being like, "You see, it was fucking Pepe, Pepe." I tell you, Pepe <laughs> Sylvia. I'd say that the weakest though of these was probably the Zoro one, even though I love my boy Zoro and all. I think this is the one I remembered the most and thought I would enjoy the most, but I really didn't. Yeah. Because uh Johnny and Yosuku cannot carry these scenes. <laughs> Johnny and Yosuku. Johnny, we love you out there. You're you the stand. But Johnny in the anime. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Anytime Zoro was on the screen, I was like, give me more of this. This is incredible. And then they skipped the Johnny and Yosuku was like these guys are just getting their ass beat. Is handed to I, <laughs> this isn't interesting. We by this guy with an oversized flintlock pistol. <laughs> It's a huge gun. I think what's funny is like, you know, you, you think to yourself, yeah, we want to see the underdog win, but you know, it doesn't really do a whole lot to the to the story progression when the underdogs just keep getting their asses handed to them and they don't actually do anything. They just get saved by Zoro at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a theory that that pistol that the dude had was a giant pistol, like uh, for a giant's. And he just oh. found it randomly on an island. Oh, and he said, this is yeah. mine now. This is mine now. That's that's way nicer. I always just assumed that he was compensating for something because his name is Dick. Yeah, that was a problem <laughs> it also. Is. I had to pause the I had to pause the, the, the episode when they went, the dick bandits are attacking. <laughs> his name is just fucking Dick. There's a wanted and then, poster. Yeah, then of they just pull dick. out the wa- their stack of wanted posters and it just says Dick, 10 million. And then, uh, then what else we got? We got the Sanji one. I I love I love the Sanji. Maybe not the episode itself. Like I, I, the the Sanji one itself was like fine, like him being a teacher. But man, dude, that food making though, the food making just to remi- it just reminds me how much I like watching that that cooking show or whatever the hell it is. Shinjeki no Ki- or no, that's that's Attack on Titan. What's the Shokugeki no Soma? Shokugeki no Soma. Shokugeki no Soma. Mmm, baby, fucking like watching that food get made. Was there a crossover episode between One Piece and uh, Food Wars? I don't know about. 
actually fun fact no there there is a one-off uh chapter made by the guy who does make shinjeki no suma uh where sanji does show up sorry shinjeki whatever shokugeki no soma shokugeki no soma i don't know what the sounds it out shokugeki no soma did i say right all right now insert the google translate version of that instead nah so Shokugeki no Soma, there was a one-off chapter actually. Was... Just call it Food Wars, dude. What is oh, is this? it really just Food we're Wars? Not Puritans. Yes, it's Food Wars. I said it like twice. Oh, I thought you were joking. All right, fantastic. No. <laughs> so Food Wars. Who's means? Food Wars. Anyway, <laughs> in Food I feel Wars, like he hasn't seen the show. He's <laughs> I lying just, to us. I just want to say the fucking thing. Uh, so in Food Wars, there was a one-off chapter. I haven't seen the show. I've only read the manga every once in a while. Uh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't actually seen the anime. But there was a one-off where I guess some of the characters show up to the Baratier and Sanji was just big chill and he was like, huh, you step in on my fucking territory. Well, welcome to a kick cook-off battle <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was. Super fucking fire. So I have a thing, all right? I have to think about that episode of, with Sanji. Sure. Oh. He uh he serves the kid, the, the Kobe 6. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> no, that I, it I think we're on Kobe eight. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I want to say it's seven or eight. There's been now, a lot yeah. of Kobe's. Can we can we all just combine every single Kobe in these filler episodes to Kobe six? Dude, there was only one. I'm pretty Kobe. sure it's like seven. There's definitely only one Kobe in this episode, though. No, there's three. There's the little kid from Zoro. There's the little girl from from uh, uh, right. Yeah, he's right. No, 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 no. I'm not putting that little girl in here. Oh, she's that little badass. girl doesn't get to be a Kobe. Oh, that's fair. No, yeah. she's a badass. She, she gets her own kid. Well, what's her name then? Hi. Uh, I think it's Tama. No. So badass. You remember the name. What, do no. you remember the name? Kobe's a placement because we don't. Re- they're so insignificant. We don't remember names. She, she was pretty cool, though. So I'll give her that. She She's definitely like an upper tier Kobe. I'll give her the, 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 the better Kobe name. She'll be she'll, she'll uh, change the Kobe ranking. She is now Kobe, too. She's the platinum Kobe. <laughs> She's platinum. Nah, Kobe. All right, all right. So, so in that episode where Sanji gives the the little chef kid uh, the soup, uh, yeah, that yes. soup is called uh, a consomme. Consomme. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a type of clear soup made from rich flavored stock. Mm-hmm. So let me read you the process of making this soup. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here because we go. It's, it's very complex. Yeah. All right, a consomme right. is made by adding a mixture of ground meats. Uh, together with uh, mirepoix, tomatoes, egg whites into a bouillon or stock. The key is to make a high-quality consomme simmering. It takes anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour. To ensure total purity, the consomme can be refrigerated, which draws out remaining. There's a lot of steps. This is the point here, right? <laughs> yes. There's yes. a lot of steps. Okay. It, it, it Basically, it took Sanji three days to make this soup. <laughs> and and I casually- really wanted to try it. I am mad I cannot try the soup. <laughs> Well, you know, the kid The kid even said it. He was like, I could never imagine making a consume this clear. I got pissed off watching this episode because I could never try something that looks so delicious. <laughs> well, dude, you can always like, you know, make yourself some consume. You think I'm going to spend three days making soup? I, I, <laughs> dude, I think that you have a lot of tenacity and a lot of drive. I believe in you. You should make some you think consume. I didn't think of it? You think I didn't think of the process? <laughs> <laughs> this is why he Googled it. Because as soon as he saw yeah. it, he's like, but can I have some? And then he's like, wait a minute. This is a lot of work. <laughs> this is a lot of work. This is a lot of work. <laughs> this, is, this has nothing to do with the anime. He literally just wanted to tell everyone because he wanted to, everyone else to feel as fucking bad about it as he did. <laughs> well, that's why he got into more cooking in the first place because he watched Food Wars. Food Wars is another step, though. Those those guys are like straight up professional. Sanji's out here making uh, gourmet meals out of scraps. 
Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. those uh, shokugeki goons are like got the most exotic ingredients. No, they're they're superhumans. No, actually, uh, I, I I think I looked at I looked back too when they were talking about making the curry and whatnot. Like everything they talk about is like one hundred percent like how you would make a curry. I guess like there's nothing that got missed. So I think I remember reading there was somebody on the subreddit that tried to make that curry, and I don't know if it was like nearly as good as they said in the show, but the guy was like, nah, not bad. All the steps were pretty much covered. I, I didn't do anything additionally from what they did in the show. I just fucking threw the shit in there after everything looked pretty good. Sanji's teaching technique is, is very passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite one was when the kid finished the, the, the curry and he's like, there's no kick. There's not enough kick. And and then Sanji grabs an apple and goes, this is a tasty apple. <laughs> no, dude, that big fucking crunch. He's like. <sighs> it's so weak. <laughs> I was right. I couldn't do it after all. Hmm. Uh, subtle flavor. Sanji! Mm, good Takes apple. a big munch. The kid reads into this shit so hard. He goes, subtlety. That's what I need. <laughs> subtlety. But uh, I will say that we haven't talked enough about the Chopper and Robin one, which is definitely like... I think it's my favorite, personally, even though I love the Usopp one. The the Chopper and Robin one, I think, is, like, super cool because then you get to understand, like, where, uh, you know, Chopper's first patient was literally Dr. Kareha and how he learned how to make the Rumble Ball, which I think is really important. Does anyone not care about how we know where he made the Rumble Ball from? He has, like, six or seven of them just sitting on a plate, and I guess they're failures. Yeah, like maybe he was making like normal medicine and then he was like, or he was like playing with him. And when he finally made the one, he was like, oh, I'm going to eat this. And it was like, what the fuck? I've got giant arms all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> swole. And then in addition, it's like, I don't know. I, I think it's my favorite because out of all of them, it has more relationship building between two straw hats. I mean, I know we don't know a lot about Robin yet. Uh, or if she's even going to stick around for very long. The, the Robin thing, there's a new ending, right? The, the new ending, yeah. one of them is a, is a Robin ending, and we get lore snippets in there. I don't know if you watched it, Christian. I did not. I actually just kind of breezed by it. If you if you go around back, there's a, there's like two little quick things of Robin as a young child. It, it, it's like small little crumbs that the, the producers or whoever's making this is giving you mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. They, they introduce her as a character. Which is really interesting because I want to say, well, maybe I won't get into that. But I will also say that the ED that we're on right now is uh, probably my favorite ED. I think I mentioned it in the spoiler cast at some point. This is my favorite ED. I love hmm. the shit out of this song. She's outside. She's she's the only one awake. She can't sleep because, you know, demons and all that. Yeah, we, yeah. We feel that. It, it, does, it does this whole thing where uh, she's just vibing with some coffee. She's, like, on the night's watch. And then, like, the stars, there's, like, stars start shooting through the sky. And then she, like, wakes everyone up with her power. And then everyone's like, dude, it's fucking shooting stars. Why'd you wake me up? And then, oh, snap. Shooting stars. It's cute. I like it. It's a lot of fun. They they really they they heavy handed in the the artistic flower thing when when she when Chopper was getting the water and yeah. looked over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the most important part of that episode, the part that it really makes it my favorite. Um, we've confirmed they have coffee makers in this universe. <laughs> God so. <damn> it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't know how it works because I, w- I want to try to describe this to the audience. It, what it seemed like. So they had a bottle of water at the bottom with a flame that boils it, and then they had like a little, I don't know, like a beaker looking thing that went through the top of the of the bottom bottle, 
with where you put the yeah, coffee. Yeah, slowly drips it. But hold on, but hold on. It's like they evaporate the water into the top where the coffee grinds were, and then the top part magically just turns into coffee and only coffee with no grind. What the fuck happened to the grinds? There's a filter somewhere in there. We don't want to worry too much hey, about I'm this. I'm happy because now I get a coffee maker in my One Piece universe because this, <laughs> this shit was like a fucking 8 out of 10 before I saw Coffee Maker. Yeah, he needs this for like those uh, those Facebook posts where it's like, if you were transported into the last TV show that you've watched, which one would it be? And in case it's One Piece, Brendan knows he's got his coffee at least Fuck and nothing yes. else matters. That's what I'm saying, man. Thank you for literally putting my thoughts to words. <laughs> Thank you. We have verified we have coffee. I'm set. Like, even if I have it's, to deal with done. fucking dudes that turn into smoke and fucking rubber ass motherfuckers, I'm fine. I have coffee. I can deal with that shit. But outside of that, I mean, there's probably not a whole lot to talk about unless anyone else has any other particular moments that they liked, because at the end of the day, these were just kind of there. That's why we wanted to make it. I wanted everyone to watch them, but we wanted to have this one episode just to be like, yeah, we watched some filler. They're cute. They're fun. Any other major uh, things that people liked out of these episodes? I want to know what happened to Yosuku. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you mean? (laughs) What do I mean? I could see Johnny, like, you know, getting a haircut and going not punk, but like Yosuku... And these, he's got a luscious head of hair. <laughs> Why did he get rid of it? Why did he go fucking bald? No, it doesn't even look like, it looks like, he's not even like truly bald. Like there's stubble there. It looks like something really stressful happened at some point and he just <laughs> lost all of his hair. And I want to know what happened to the poor kid. Maybe his head got on fire or something in one of their fucking stupid adventures or whatever. I also thought it was really weak when, uh, you know, I was, I remember when I watched this the first time, I was wondering, okay, so how do we get, how do we grow to the Johnny and Yosuku calling Zoro big bro uh, out of these episodes? And they literally don't explain that at all. But at the very, very end, they're like, big bro, as the title card drops. And I'm just like, so that's, that's just it. You guys are just. It'd be very funny if Zoro goes, I'm only 12. <laughs> I'm, yeah, that's if he's like, I'm 12 years old Why or whatever. Why are you calling me big bro? <laughs> I'm 13. Like, I don't, I don't know. You guys look like you're 20. You should stop. <laughs> In fact, it, I don't know how this relationship's going to go any further. This is like kind of weird for me. <laughs> go away. The amount of money he gets from these bounties means nothing to him. This man would go after a 50 berry bounty person. Yeah, he just wanted enough money to like pay off his debts, like give the give the shop owner what he what he's owed, give the blacksmith money for the fucking katanas he broke. Zoro's <laughs> wild, dude. This guy could be the richest man in the world at this point, but he chose not to be. Right. He could definitely be like a super rich dude from being a bounty hunter. I want to imagine too that, you know, he's if he like ever does have like a list of bounties that he sees and there's like somebody with like a three million berry bounty and a four million berry bounty, but they're just like goons and goons. But there if there was one motherfucker with like a hundred thousand or like a thousand even that happened to use a sword, Zoro would just be like, hmm. <laughs> his wanted poster has a he's got a sword in his wanted poster. He's only worth like five bucks. Gold Roger himself would be right in front of him and be like, uh, and then like the goon, buggy, like a buggy goon in the back grabbing one sword. And he's like, oh, you're a swordsman, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you have- so you approached me. Berries seem to get people a, a long ways, though. Like if if the if the the price of like the as seen on TV shit 
that that guy was peddling to them in Nami's episode, the whole the whole price he was going to sell that whole bundle of like random garbage for like twenty six thousand berries or something. Yeah, dude. outside of like outside of the paper, which was like fucking three million or whatever. That he was wanted. him being really really outrageous yeah, with that. No, price. I mean I'm sure I'm sure that was just him trying to score a dime, but like all of that random shit is like. 20,000 berries a, a one one five million dollar five million berry bounty that sounds like it sets you up for the rest of your goddamn life <laughs> i mean it's like I, hitting the lottery can buy a real pc i can find a ps4 or ps5 <laughs> you can finally buy a ps5 you can buy one of the thousand dollar ones on ebay i feel like that's everything right we, we love the yeah, Zoro stuff it's 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 pretty much everything there's not a lot of meat here they're just they're cute they're one-offs I, i'm glad we watched them i wanted to bring them to the team i i was looking forward to hearing uh devin's opinion we never mentioned that too devin's not here this week sorry about that <laughs> i think they would have noticed <laughs> i think they noticed <laughs> by like, now it's been awfully quiet this week yeah <laughs> i had a line written in here somewhere i don't know where it went where i was gonna be like devin's not here because he's busy oh here it is <laughs> All right, let me let me say this at the end because I forgot to say it at the beginning. The magic of editing. You idiot. <laughs> There's no editing here. This is going to be right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so pretend I said this at the beginning. Uh, we had something else planned for today, but Devin got busy, so we decided to go over some filler instead. Okay. That's it. <laughs> that, that's, that's because he probably would have hated this. I don't think he would have hated it. I think he would have liked the Chopper one. I think he definitely would have been like, fuck that Sanji one because he just... He's got a fucking hate boner for Sanji. I don't know what. Yeah, it is. I think I think he I think he goes fuck Sanji and he goes fuck Nami's. He definitely likes Choppers. He probably likes Zoro's minus the the bits with anything that's not Zoro. Yeah, minus literally anything that isn't and Zoro. The Us the Usopp could go either way. I I don't know how he feels about fireworks. We have any quotes? Uh, my I the only quote that I care about. Can you just like put the whole dialogue of Usopp trying to cheer up the girl at her parents' grave. That's a long, that's, a, that's like a five minute clip. Put dude. that whole fucking thing there. <laughs> I don't even uh, care. I don't know. Maybe we could put the, the, the last bit of it of her, of, him, of her calling him an angel. Maybe that. That's fine. We can do that. But I just want to, I just want to restate everyone just fucking rewatch that scene. The best part is that it starts where he's like, He's still being like his goofy voiced self. Like at first, it's kind of a joke. Like, yeah, we're up here in heaven just looking down on you. But then like when she starts to like take it kind of seriously, then he takes it seriously and his tone completely shifts and ah, gives me goosebumps. This is why it's my favorite. She bamboozles him too. She was like, I can't believe you're so powerful idiot (laughs) (laughs) that's right only an usopp angel can do this and she's like wow that's a shitty name you couldn't think of anything better (laughs) what they do with the seed is like as soon as like you know he's like well then oh that's all we needed to hear we can make the rain stop now and literally the sun's coming out of the sky dude the rain it stopped that was amazing who are you who me i'm a special messenger sent from heaven Call me Usopp the Angel. Uh, you're so full of baloney. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's so fucking cinematic. He cheated. I love the old it. man told him. I know, but who cares, dude? Uh, you know, that's Usopp, man. That's what he does in fights. He cheats, all right? That's fine. This little girl's wild. I'd like to name this little girl the Golden Ham winner off the bat right here. Oh, is, mm. is that what we're doing? We're going to name the little girl the Golden Ham? Because uh, I was going to step right in and be like... What are you going to say? Usopp. Yeah, I was going to give it to Usopp Angel directly. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. It's the angel, baby. How dare you disrespect She'd my She'd be man. her own main character of a show, dude. They need to do a spinoff of this you're, little girl. You're kind of right, and I'd watch that. But also, 
Come on. She has some pretty he's, solid lines. Dude, he 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 hauls the fucking thing up to the tower and he takes two looks at it and goes, wait a second, that's what the tower is to shoot off the giant fuck off firework. It's a big ass cannon. It's a big and then he makes a whole cannon. he uh, in, in in like three hours he rigs up this whole pulley system using the wagon wheels and some rope he found lying around. <laughs> what a fucking god, dude. Angel. Sorry, Angel, Angel. <laughs> yes, he's gonna transcend to God one day. Don't you worry. We're gonna get there. <laughs> all right, all right. I concede. Yeah, get the hell out of here. You ain't taking that what? from me. Don't say get the hell out of no, here. No, no, right? no. There's no there's no get the hell out of here. She's definitely solid. All right, all right. You right. Usopp Angel right. Usopp Angel takes it. Uh any other quotes? Um, I, I only had, I didn't have very many because there's really not a lot that happens here, but, uh, the, in the beginning of the, uh, the chopper one where everyone finally leaves the boat and then he's just going around doing, saying (laughs) random shit, acting like the captain. He goes, listen, guys, I'll be the great captain chopper from here (laughs) on out. And then he starts, and then he starts, he starts barking out orders to all the the non-existent crewmates. (laughs) And then he's up, he's up in the crow's nest. And I thought at first that he was like falling when he does that whole, like, oh, oh oh God, oh God. And then it pans down to Robin just chilling there, not paying any attention to him and he's like oh god oh god oh no what have i done <laughs> there's a bit about this on gintama where, where they're stuck on an island and each one of the characters think they're the only ones on the island <laughs> <laughs> so the bits what you do when you think you're the only person around and so it starts <laughs> off with with the main dude he just does something stupid and the, someone goes what, what are you doing <laughs> and then they move to a next guy and he's like he starts like he's like dancing stupidly and he's like what what are you doing i need to watch this one episode of gintama each, each time they there's, there's a youtube clip out there i'll try to see if i can find it and then each time they do it the person wants to die immediately <laughs> dude see that's that's why it's, these are so good because there's just dumb gags dude fucking chopper being the captain of the ship mm, i want that I want that. All, I'll need that in my life. And he does that shit with his hat too, right? Where he like yeah, he wants flips to up like the brim so hat. it's like a pirate hat. <laughs> what a fucking idiot! I love it. Oh, I loved it. Uh, the only other thing I wrote down was in the uh, was in Nami's episode where uh, the uh, the guy. Oh wait, no, I, was it before that? It was, it was it was it was Nami's episode. Regardless, I think it's actually before the guy shows up. Uh, but he's offered. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Sorry, I'm rambling. It's uh, Sanji offers her the silky smooth fruit juice cocktail, and then everybody else on the ship is like, "Yo, where's where's our silky smooth fruit juice cocktail?" And he's like, "Why the, why would you guys want silky smooth skin?" And they all reply with, "To be cuter, <laughs> yeah, to be prettier." And whatever. then they get one, or at least Luffy gets one. I think they all got one, yeah. I'm like, come on, come on, Sanji. Like, everyone's everyone's got a right to silky smooth skin. Like, Absolutely. I'm not trying to be ashy out here. I'm sure it's got to be hard, especially with all the saltiness in the air, too. Like, the, the, the most dapper guy in the crew is literally fucking beauty shaming the rest of these goons. Like, come on. So, yeah, Golden Ham goes to Usopp for the for the, the grab bag. Something simple. Let's do a Miss Valentine. Uh, I guess. What? Maybe the the seller? Fuck that yeah, guy? I was I was thinking I was thinking the infomercial guy because honestly honestly when he sh- when he showed up when he showed up in that like fucking Omastar looking submarine thing <laughs> Omastar sub dude <laughs> uh I hated the episode up to that point 
like until until we started getting like the nami's making her map thing i did not like that episode because it just seemed like so out of left field and out of place yeah it was, it was, a, it. It was a little whack i i feel like Devin would have hated that because of that <laughs> i was kind of looking forward to his opinion on that one <laughs> I wanted to see what else he had to sell, dude. Like he was, he was winning me over with these pitches. Like, what other items do they have? What you really enjoyed the shake weight equivalent <laughs> that they had? <laughs> yeah, well, I would like it's not specifically that. I just wanted to see more things, more items that they have in this universe. I mean, he ain't wrong. Yeah, just seeing like stupid random gadgets. Yeah, what if he had like a super deluxe coffee maker that we've never seen? Oh, shit. Wait a minute. He's got He point. had some pretty good items. Like, were they worth? Not really. He kind of overblown the price, but you can't say they're useless. Like, I hated the door-to-door salesman, but I thought what was really funny was <laughs> he even throws in the patented. And if you would, and if you act now, I'll even throw in a 20-piece encyclopedia set, which is like literally every door-to-door salesman that already exists in the real world. <laughs> Fucking stupid. But no, I, I think he's got Miss Valentine. The uh, the salesman who re- shall remain unnamed, th- did he even have a name? Uh, uh, I don't know. It. I can Google it. Let me Google it right now. Let's give him a name. Mr. Valentine. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Valentine. Shit, man, that's actually not bad. It's wild because you can see this guy being married to Miss Valentine. Uh, absolutely. I can see it. I can see Miss Valentine doing what, what he's doing. He does indeed have a name. What's his name? Do do you dare to guess? You will not ever fucking get it. No, I, I will never Smith get it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with something. You're not right. However, the fact that you repeated the name is not wrong. Oh my god, you're kidding. <laughs> so he's uh he, his name is Rice Rice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he does say his name, doesn't he? <laughs> I think that, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, that sounds familiar. He does definitely say his name. I remember, you know what? Yeah, I remember. I remember that sounding weird because the first like couple sentences, he doubles the words up, and I'm like, "Is this like a devil fruit thing? Like, are they, are they marketing all their shit after devil fruits?" Nah, dude, don't because the me. devil fruits repeat the word. He's uh, well, you know, well, no, actually, time out. You're not wrong because he's a part of the Den Den Company, which is like the Den Den Mushi. So he's uh, he's pr- his name's probably Rice Rice in order to be on brand with Den Den. Shit, dude, look at this continuity in these shit off filler episodes. I completely <laughs> forgot that he was part of the Den Den Mushi Coalition or whatever. The Den Den Mushi Company is really expanding. I should start buying these stocks. <laughs> you should start getting into the stocks. <laughs> little it. little do you know that they're transitioning into crypto only. Actually, crypto trading. Ooh, we're gonna go all, all in in puts. <laughs> <laughs> going all in on puts. <laughs> Nah, dude, you gotta get the fucking what? What's the other one? Not put, but uh, calls. Calls, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, I'm getting calls, baby. All right, that's everything, right? Uh, I think so. So yeah, we agree. That sounds about it. We agree on uh, rice, rice. A winner of the losers award. I like Mr. Valentine though. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Valentine's not bad. If he ever like comes it. back, he'll be Mr. Valentine. All right. Uh, what what do we what do we need to cover for the preceding future? They have such a similar aesthetic: the flower dress, and then and then the the, the weird colored suit and tie they're straight out of like a 50s and 60s uh like perfect home family commercial it is yeah we just need the kids and the dog mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lasso the gun dog that's where lasso it is enough the gun of dog. the lasso of the gun dog oh my god jesus christ what are we watching next right that's what i tried to say but you completely got glossed over jordy tell us what do we do next oh i'm sorry next uh it's either the, the, the don't worry about it what, what do you mean don't worry about it <laughs> don't worry about it we we probably we got the movie to do and then we got something else saved up. All right, yeah. So it'll either be the movie next or that other project or a different they, special. 
Yeah, different special. Yeah, different special. It's a mystery. Follow us on the social medias at Panda Sightings on Twitter and Insta. Be on the lookout for fun memes. I may or may not have an idea for an edit for this episode. Hell oh. yeah. Oh, damn it. We forgot. Hmm? What? What? Are we going we gonna to do that on the... All right, never mind. We're going to do that on the Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we, we got, we got, we got that one. teasing people for it, dude. <laughs> this guy. We got, we got questions at uh, Panda Sightings Gmail, right? It's the same thing? Yeah, panda sightings. Everything's at panda sightings. We we have panda sightings everywhere. We cite we cite nothing but pandas out here. We chose this name because we couldn't think of anything better, and I kind of want to change it again <laughs> to something more more acceptable. Nah, this is good. I don't think we had a panda sighting in these episodes, and if anyone does find any that we skip when we release these, fucking put it on our Twitter so that you yell can at be, us, yell at us, please, because I I hope that we're not the only ones searching for these. I was gunning for these fillers. I thought there was one, but the best I, I, I saw was very was, vigilant uh, this time too. The best I saw was Sanji wearing a panda hat at the firework festival, but uh, yes. we we ain't counting that. All right, so I think that's it. Bye bye. Title card drop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just do that.